Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Cal. Today we're going to dive into a topic that is debated among health and fitness enthusiasts for years. Do you need a calorie deficit for fat loss? We all know that losing weight can be a challenge, but is it really as simple as just eating less? In this episode, we'll explore the science behind the calorie deficits and fat loss, and we'll discuss the factors that can impact your weight loss journey. So as always, guys, grab yourself a cup of coffee and join us as we explore this intriguing topic. This is a question that comes up more than you would think from my online coaching clients. And to be honest, I don't blame them, nor you. Because when you Google, do you need a calorie deficit for fat loss, the range of answers on the internet and the amount of contradicting solutions can be completely overwhelming. Luckily, in this episode, you're about to find out the answer. There's a very short answer to this question, but then this would be the end of the the episode. So let me clarify a few things first, and I'll give you the short answer, which I suspect you already know. However, there's a difference between knowing and understanding when it comes to achieving fitness goals. So simply put, what is weight loss? Well, weight loss occurs when you step on the scale and that number that you are given changes from the previous reading. The thing is, reading that number on the scale can have a huge impact on your mental and emotional well-being. If you have weight to lose, i.e. if you're classed as obese or morbidly obese, the scale weight readings may be a great tool to use to help determine progress, at least in the beginning of your weight loss journey. When we talk about weight, though, it's important to know that your weight is your gravitational pull to the Earth's surface. This is what your body weight is. It's quite simple to comprehend and measure through stepping on the scales. The scales, unfortunately, do not tell you how much information feedback do you get in terms of what your body composition is, in terms of your bone mass, muscle mass, and body fat. And it will definitely not tell you how you feel. Quite simply, it's just a digital reading. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If you want to lose weight, and you're not classed as morbidly obese, and you can consider yourself doing the following tactics. Now, this is purely if you want to lose weight and you're basing your result on the scale reading. You could cut your hair. You could stand on the scales naked. You could go to the toilet before you step on the scales. These are all areas that will have an impact on your overall scale weight. If you'd like to find out ways and how to lose body fat, which is what I suspect is what you'd like to do, then continue listening. So what's body fat then? Well, fat loss is where the magic happens. Most people would like to look better, feel better, have more energy. Well, generally have a fat loss goal. They just don't know it yet. And you may fall into this category. You see, fat loss specifically refers to a reduction in body fat while preserving muscle mass. It's a more targeted approach to weight loss and is often the goal for those who are trying to improve their body composition and reduce the body fat percentage. So by reducing your body fat percentage, you will achieve a leaner and toned body. So I'm presuming that this is something that you would like to achieve. 
The frustrating thing is that measuring your body fat can be a little more challenging, but saying that you will enjoy the process far more than if you keep basing your emotions on the scale reading. Yet there are ways to do it that you know may surprise you that you may not have thought about. So I want you to think about this. How many of us have looked back at old photos and thought to ourselves, I look slimmer there? If that's the case, and over a period of time, you've gained body fat. So one metric to determine success would be to use progress photos or before and afters. Now, this is not something I advertise or massively promote on social media because I think they're very private and very individualized to that person. But it does help you visually see the change in body composition, and in this case, fat loss. So another metric to measure success that we use here within the Optimized Lifestyle program is dress sizes and belt holes and energy levels, albeit a little harder to measure with quantifiable data. This is more subjective, but these are all ways in which we can determine whether or not a client's fat loss journey is going in the right direction. But it is worth noting two people who who weigh the same in pounds or indeed kilos can look very different depending on the overall body composition. So that's why it's important not to compare yourself to others when you're doing your fat loss journey. Ask yourself why you're doing it. You'll get a superficial answer from yourself, right? But ask yourself again and again and again and again and again and again until you actually know why you're doing something. Because only then will you have the emotional response that you need to continue on. So when the going does get tougher, there are peaks or there are things that may potentially derail the progress that you're trying to achieve. Your why will be a stronger version and vision to enable you to carry on with the direction you are needing. So do you need a different approach for fat loss? Well, yes and no. In other words... It depends. You know, you must be so fed up with hearing that expression. It depends. Well, the truth is it really does. So when you're in the process of losing body fat, some of that fat loss will be from fat and some will be from muscle. The ratio will massively depend on many factors, including your metabolism, the body type, the workouts you do, the size of the calorie deficit you apply and where your current body weight is. When you're on a fat loss journey, one thing to consider is the amount of protein you consume on a daily basis. Now, I cannot emphasize this a month. Uh, I cannot emphasize this more. And what we do within the Optimized Lifestyle Program is we aim to consume more protein within our diets than we ever have done before. The main reason for this is due to the fact that protein takes longer to digest, therefore keeping you fuller for longer. And this is down to the build the the the, the build of um of protein and it's down to the thermal effect of the macronutrient that is protein you see the thermic effect simply put is the amount of energy it takes for your body to digest absorb and metabolize the food that you eat and this makes up roughly 10 percent of your total daily energy expenditure now, if i was to break down your total daily energy expenditure you'll realize that your bmr your basal metabolic rate is sitting at 70 percent of your tdee which is your total body total daily energy expenditure then you have something called NEAT, which I just like to class as walking or fidgeting. So this is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is not prescribed exercise. You're going to be surprised at this. And this takes up 15% of your TDEE. And then you have your thermal effect of feeding, which is the amount of calories 
that it takes for your body to digest, absorb, and metabolize the food that you eat. And that's 10%. And believe it or not, guys, the exercise that you're putting so much time and attention into is only 5% of your total daily energy expenditure. So you can see that out with your exercise classes or your gym sessions, it's far more important to focus on everything else rather than just that one hour within your week that you're working out. So the bottom line is the more protein you consume, not only will it keep you fuller for longer, it will also help your muscles repair and recover after exercise. So really, this is a win-win scenario. Now, it's important to also understand what a calorie deficit actually is. Well, a calorie deficit, I'll try to put this as, as simply as I can, is when you're eating less than your body uses. And this can be achieved by increasing your physical activity levels by decreasing the amount of food you eat or a combination of the two. So if you are looking to lose body fat, you may have heard about something called a calorie deficit. So basically, you're burning more calories than you're consuming. So when you create a calorie deficit, your body starts to use up its stored energy, which is the fat, your fat stores to meet its energy needs, leading to fat loss. So how do you know or how do you create a calorie deficit? Well, you can reduce the number of calories you eat by making healthy food choices, controlling portion sizes and avoiding high calorie snacks and drinks such as regular soda drinks and alcohol. This is not to say to remove them altogether, but this is to say reduce them. I don't believe in eliminating anything, but what I do believe is everything in moderation. I know it sounds really cliche to say so, but really that is the reality because my whole mantra is to ensure that we can still eat you know, the foods to drink and have a social life, but it just means we might have to moderate it ever so slightly. So if, you're fat, loss, if fat loss is your objective, selecting the diet versions or low in calorie drinks may be indeed a wiser option. And you can increase the number of calories you burn through physical activities such as exercise, walking, or even just standing instead of sitting. So if you are working in an office listening to this, or if you are indeed walking to go to work, then what I would suggest doing is every time the phone rings, you can stand up and answer the phone, or you can go for a walk to the photocopier, or whatever the scenario may be. These are all things to think about including into your day more than you have done before. Sounds simple, right? <laughs> So when you increase the number of calories you burn through physical activities such as exercise, walking, even just standing and sitting. But I want you to remember that a calorie deficit of three and a half thousand calories can lead to approximately one pound of fat loss, but it's important to create a deficit in a healthy and sustainable way. Now, I don't want you to go crazy restricting the calories or exercising too much because that can be harmful to your health. And it's also not really that sustainable in the long run. And if you don't know by now, I'm all about creating a level of sustainability. So why do you need a calorie deficit for fat loss? Why is it even a question if you already kind of know the answer? Well, all the evidence is stacked up in favor of a calorie deficit for fat loss. There's no way we could argue with this universal truth of energy balance. However, marketing a calorie deficit isn't sexy. And that's why so many doubts out there, which ultimately lead to your confusion. Like one example um, of an extreme but very popular diet is called the keto diet or the ketogenic diet. Now, this diet advertises the fact that you don't need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight, but by simply being in a state of ketosis will turn your body into a fat-burning machine. Now, ketosis is a metabolic state in which your body burns fat for fuel instead of carbohydrates. You see, normally the body uses um, glucose, a type of carbohydrate, as its primary source of energy. 
but in the absence of glucose, the liver begins to convert stored fat into molecules called ketone bodies, which can be used as an alternative fuel source. So ketosis can occur in a few different situations, including during uh, prolonged fasting or when you're following a low-carbohydrate diet, a high-fat diet, such as the ketogenic diet. But the ketogenic diet involves drastically reducing your carbohydrate intake and increasing fat intake to promote this ketosis and fat burning effect. And this can lead to weight loss for obvious reasons, because what you've essentially done is minimize the amount of carbohydrates you're taking. So you've removed a, a food group altogether or a macronutrient altogether and only focusing on the fats and the proteins. Now, the problem I see with restrictive diets in general is there's always someone behind it making false promises and not fully going into the pros and cons of each diet. There will be some people, and you may know a few, that have had great success in a variety of these diets, and you may also have had initial success. It's not I'm not sitting here demonizing these diets, but my question to you is, can you see yourself living like this for the rest of your life? And if you can't, the diet you're on, in my personal opinion, is not sustainable. So personally, for me, I couldn't imagine a life without carbohydrates. I mean, think of all the fun stuff that you're excluding, like pizzas, chips, potatoes. Oh God, I love a baked potato and tuna and melted cheese, but one of my favorite foods of all time does have to be pizza. I just couldn't imagine my life without that. But some people are led to believe that calories don't count when they're losing body fat. But it's worth reminding you that fat-rich foods contain nine calories per gram as opposed to the four calories per gram in carbs and protein. And they wonder why the results are not coming. So guys, this is it, right? This is the verdict of, do you need a calorie deficit for fat loss? Well, the answer is yes, you do. And I'm sure you knew this from the very start. My hope was to shed some light on why it's essential if you're on the quest to lose fat. Unless there is an underlying medical reason as to why you can't lose weight on any diet, the good news is that a calorie deficit will ensure that you're able to lose body fat and achieve long-term results. The main reasons for people not seeing long-term results are not being consistent with their calorie deficit, following a nutrition plan that is not sustainable, skipping workouts when they don't feel like it, or not being active enough outside their workout sessions. It's worth noting that there will, of course, be plateaus, just the same as there's plateaus on any every kind of endeavor that you go on in life. And these can be major showstoppers. But when you're aware of that, stick to your guns and continue being consistent with your efforts and the body will positively react. Once you've achieved a certain body fat percentage that you're happy with, it's time to switch to calorie maintenance. Now, this really is what you would class as the, the goal at the bottom of the rainbow. If you can maintain a calorie deficit and while it's doing everything you want to do, that is the place where happiness in your lifestyle will be. The term I use here is calorie maintenance refers to the number of calories that you may need to consume on a daily basis in order to maintain your current weight. And it represents a balance between the calories consumed through food and the calories burned through your physical activity and bodily functions like breathing and circulation. That's it. That's what a calorie maintenance is. If an individual like you consumes the same number of calories as they burn, they're said to be in a state of calorie maintenance. This means that basically your weight should maintain and remain stable over a period of time. But it's worth me highlighting here that people with a larger amount of body fat can achieve a greater drop in fat loss results at the start on a higher calorie deficit than someone with a lower body fat percentage. 
So now that you're clear about whether you need a calorie deficit to lose fat, what about the other pieces of the puzzle? Are you confident in managing all aspects of your lifestyle, your health, your nutrition, your well-being? Are you able to keep yourself accountable to ensure you maintain consistency? If you're unsure, my coaching programs may be worth a moment of your attention. You see, my coaching programs, like my flagship Optimized Lifestyle program, can help you lose fat, build an incredible lifestyle habit, change your behaviors, and achieve the body and life that you have been striving for for so long. My coaching, what it does is, in a, in a nutshell, is takes the guesswork out of your health, your fitness, and nutrition. You'll feel way more confident than you've ever done before, and there's no need to torture yourself in the gym. There's no need to avoid wine and pizza or kill your social life in the process. Now, I'm guessing you've spent thousands of pounds on pills, powders and programs that have delivered nothing. So what's the difference between me and everything else you've tried? Well, the simple reality is, guys, I get results and I teach you everything you need to know so you can maintain those results. So answer me this question. How much precious time do you waste trying to figure out what's right instead of making the progress you deserve? Are you sick of tired, sick and tired of never seeing the results your hard effort deserves? And how much stress and frustration is your lack of progress adding to your life? You see, a lack of clarity might be holding you back from living this lifestyle that you deserve. So think about those questions. All I want to say to summarize everything. Thank you for listening and understand that everybody's different. Everybody's on a completely different mission and they want to lose fat and lose weight for different reasons. Don't just try and lose weight or lose body fat for the sake of doing it. Ask yourself the real reason. What is that and how will that affect my life in the long run? So do you need a calorie deficit for fat loss? Simply put, guys, the answer is yes. Yes, you do.